This is KYUK Public Radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Evan Erickson. The significance of Alaskan actor Lachais Diane Benson's character in the HBO series True Detective was finally revealed in the finale episode earlier this month. Benson lives in Petersburg now, but she's lived all over the state. Last year, she was cast as the character B in the crime drama's fourth season, subtitled Night Country. The story is set in northwestern Alaska and centers around eight scientists missing from a research center and the seemingly connected cold case of a murdered indigenous activist. Benson sat down with KFSK's Hannah Floor to talk about being in the crime series and her acting career. In film, it's, okay, cut, do that again. Only this time say this. Only this time show me this. You know, and it, it's, it can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. It's, it's just not the same. I, I thought I would never do film because I, I just didn't like that part of it. So why did you sign up for this? I don't know. I think, well, I do know. It was, um, it's the idea of women being strong when they're the underdog in the situation. And that always will appeal to me because I always want to tell that story. But I want to tell that story about any underdogs, regardless of what race, color, whatever. The ones that don't look like they have a chance or there's, they're always being stepped on. But what if they come out of it? What if they get the upper hand? What if they get to have, which would be a big reach, what if they get to have justice? That appeals to me. So that's why you decided to, to sign up. Yes. But how did it feel to work on the project? And, you know, it's a project that really centers indigenous women. How did it feel to be part of that project? Getting to know and bond with other uh, indigenous women who are we're all different from each other. I mean, there's a group from Greenland. And so all of us really came together because there's triggers in this thing. I don't really like to use that word, but that's, I have to acknowledge it in this because you're dealing with rape and violence, and I know it. I know it too personally. And I've seen it, and I've fought against it, and I've raised awareness about it, and I hollered when nobody was listening. And it took everything I had. That's why I wrote and performed the pieces I did on stage that were very very in-your-face. And so they were controversial. People got angry at me. Like you, even other Native people, you don't talk about those things. It's like, well, I'm going to. I'm going to. Because I, I just can't help it. I, I feel like I, that's, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Or I won't sleep at night. So you play the character B. And we see her in the first episode. Um, we see that she's a protector. And she's using the power that she has to take care of other people. Um, that's the protector. I mean, it's the protector in her and it's the protector in me. So it was a... It was easy to fall into, to get B. Yeah. What prepared you to play the role? How did you figure out who she was? I don't think it was hard. 
<laughs> I knew right off from when she was going to hit somebody with a bucket. Hell yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, I know who you are, because that's me. Except I just don't pick up a bucket anymore. That was actor Chlehes Diane Benson speaking with KFSK's Hannah Floor about her role as B in the HBO show True Detective Night Country. The dark and disturbing trial of a man who killed two Alaska Native women and shot footage of their murders ended last week. But the sound of Brian Smith's voice on the video, with his thick South African accent, will likely haunt those who sat in the courtroom for a long time. As KMBA's Rhonda McBride tells us, despite the exhaustive three-week trial, much of the story is yet to be told. One that we warn you is troubling to hear. Before Brian Smith's verdict was read, Veronica Abouchuk's family huddled together in the back of the courtroom as they had each day of the trial, along with advocates for both Abouchuk and the killer's other victim, Kathleen Henry. Mr. Smith, would you please rise? The Abouchuk family hoped their presence would show the jury how much they cared. But whether or not it was a factor in the final outcome, the jury's decision came in less than two hours. We, the jury, find the defendant Brian Stephen Smith guilty of murder in the first degree as charged in count one. Anchorage Superior Court Judge Kevin Saxby read guilty verdicts in each of the 14 counts against Smith. The unusually quick verdict came as a relief for Veronica about Chuck's older sister, Margie Lestenkoff. It was pretty hard on all of us, but we try to be strong in our heart, but still it hurts a lot. But we're happy the trial went through and all the evidence were found. Evidence that was overwhelming. Much of it focused on an SD card with footage that gave police their big break in the case. The card labeled Homicide at Midtown Marriott came from a sex worker who told them she found it in a parking lot. It had footage of Kathleen Henry's last tortured moments alive. And in the background, a chipper voice with a South African accent taunted her for being too slow to die. Only the jury, attorneys, and court staff saw the footage, but everyone in the room heard the sound. I was just sitting there hearing the gasping for air and you die, you live. It's like he's sitting there and he's proud of what he did. Golda Ingram, a Victims for Justice advocate, says she's used to hearing about violence in her line of work. I was not prepared for the extent of the trauma. But Ingram says it was healing to spend time with the Abouchuk family as they quietly supported each other. She said... Their kindness and perseverance helped to restore the dignity of the victims. During the breaks, they would sit together at a table in the courthouse to share food and memories. Margie Lestenkoff says she wishes everyone could have known the sweet girl she remembers from childhood. Late sister Veronica, she was a real nice person. She never cussed, didn't have a mean bone in her, in her soul. 
Leston Koss says she was also known for her beautiful grass baskets and dolls. But throughout the trial, Veronica, as well as Kathleen Henry, also became known for their addictions and risky choices. From what Kathleen Henry wrote on her Facebook page, it was clear she had her struggles. But there was one proud post that she had earned her GED at the Highland Mountain Women's Prison, where she was remembered as someone who loved to write poetry. Both women were originally from small coastal villages in western Alaska. Veronica's daughter, Christy Grimaldi, says her mother wasn't able to raise her or her sister and two brothers. She believes her mother's troubled life goes back to her childhood in St. Michael, where a Catholic priest molested her. I learned that much older, but after that, I looked at my mother very differently, more understanding and compassion for her. Grimaldi says after her first child was born, she invited her mother to live with them, happy to discover that they had the same favorite snack. Warming up rice and throwing some cheese on there. Mom did that. There were other visits, but after a few weeks, her mother would return to the streets. And in 2018, she disappeared. I remember when I didn't know what happened to my mother, how awful it felt waking up, just not knowing. Grimaldi had reason to fear the worst. Her mother's younger sister, Martha Tom, had been found badly beaten under a picnic table at an Anchorage park in 2005. She died later at the hospital, a case that remains unsolved. Her aunt was only 35. We're just one story. Christie's younger brother, Sean Henson, says his family is not alone, that all too many Alaska natives have loved ones gone missing or murdered. We're one piece of that puzzle. Like, everyone has their own piece. You never know what someone's going through and what baggage they're carrying. During the trial, the family also saw footage from a flash drive police seized from Smith's home that had video of Abouchuk before and after her murder. But despite all that she saw and heard during the trial, Margie Lestenkoff says she will always be grateful to Valerie Kassler, who gave the police the SD card that ultimately led to Smith's arrest. If it wasn't for that, we would not have known what he did to my sister and Kathleen. Lestenkoff calls Kassler a hero, even though she initially lied to police about the SD card she gave them. In court, she admitted the video came from Smith's cell phone, which she stole, and when she saw what was on it, copied it to an SD card, which she shoplifted. She feared police would arrest her if she told them the truth. She's an absolute brave amazing woman. Amber Nickerson is a member of Community United Safety and Protection, or CUSP, an advocacy group for sex workers. She says it wasn't easy for Kassler to admit she was an addict who lived in a tent and survived as a sex worker. And while her testimony may have been messy, Nickerson says it revealed an important truth. I hope that this causes some people to say enough is enough. Other advocates say the trial forced us to confront the horror of racial violence, but there are hopes the deaths of Veronica Abouchuk and Kathleen Henry will push us to find answers. In Anchorage, I'm Rhonda McBride. 
This is KYUK News. I'm Evan Erickson. Koyana for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for Yuktun Ganumchit coming up.